Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all ages around the world, this is another episode of Tyler Brian Hour. I'm your co-host, B Heard, aka Brian, aka Prince, aka Prince Vegeta, Wild to Hate. Not live, but we are recording this, but we are recording this in 4K. And I'm gonna pass it to my boy, my brother, my brethren, Tyler the Libra. You wanna say something to the people? I can barely see myself. <laughs> there we go, that's sexy. Anyway, this is your co-host Tyler the Libra, aka TTL, aka Spaceman, aka Hendrix, Morrison. But um, yeah, we're going. We're not like Beer said. We're just recording. This is not live yet because we're we're up to something as far as this new this new technology that we found as far as filming ourselves and doing this whole live thing. And I actually kind of like it. I enjoy it. I like. Seeing myself kind of I don't know about you Yeah I like it uh, I think I'm going to like this better Just because this is going to be the best way to get uh, good quality And that's what I was searching for um, Just some morning announcements I guess not morning But it'll be morning when you all hear this um, I'd say that I guess You could confirm that we're doing a podcast Thursday yeah. So that Thursday. that that uh, guest that we was gonna have today is gonna be Thursday. So you're actually gonna get two podcasts in a week, which you haven't got that in a while. Um, anything else I want to say? Oh, actually, I did want to go on a little bit of rant. So you just sit back and relax a little bit. Uh, first and foremost, I didn't I didn't mean that literally, but first and foremost, I just want to say you can be a dickhead, you can be an asshole, but you are. My best friend, I'm happy that you are ironically getting to the 27 Club that we are watching right now on your TV. Um, I'm proud of you. you. You faced diversity these past few years. You went through a lot of changes, a lot of ups and downs, still persevering, still trying, still doing your passion as far as photography goes. So as your boy, your brother, I am proud of you, and that's why I'm titling this episode Libra Celebration, because whether you believe it's another day or not, I fucking don't, because you don't get many. You never get as much as you expect you to get, so any time you could get another nick in the cranny, another fucking line drawn in the sand, another, like, roll column, whatever you want to say, anything that adds to, to life, it's a blessing. And um, especially since, you know what I'm saying, us personally, people we know, people, shit, people I know, I, I've lost five friends, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not in no street shit, I'm not in no gang shit, I, I'm not, I mean, my friends don't really do drugs like that, so I've, I, it was just unfortunate fucking circumstances that I lost friends, and I'm, I'm 26, like I said, I don't, I don't be in nothing, so the fact that I've already lost friends is crazy to me. So I, I'm happy to see my boy, my brother, uh, reach another milestone. And obviously, I'm going to say happy birthday on Sunday, of course, but you know, I'm probably not going to record. So I wanted to come out on the podcast and say how much you matter to me and other people, and it's a blessing that you are growing up another year. So happy birthday, my boy. Appreciate it. Anything to reflect on? Anything to say about another year? No. Nothing. Even after I practice that speech and try to 
You actually legitimately practice that shit? I had topics. All right. <laughs> I, I wrote some cliff notes, had some PowerPoints. Set the cribbo. Oh. Yeah, because I'm just, I guess, continue let the good times roll for how however long I still I'm still in this body. You also have to allow the good times to roll too. Like, I think it's very important as we get older that uh, we take care of ourselves. I feel like a lot of people want to do that. A lot of people say they want to do that, but then don't end up doing that. And then wondering why some stuff happens the way that it is. Because, like, I'm shit. I'm older. I never had a knee injury, but I'm starting to get knee pain. Like, my knee is messed up right now. But I don't know why that could be. I I think I might have had tendonitis when I was in high school, but that was from probably jumping and dunking all that time. So I don't know how true that is. I wish it was social be social socially acceptable to just like go to the doctor and just get a checkup. I feel like the American health system's so fucked that you can't even hey doc, what's wrong with this? Or what's wrong with that? Like you can't even check. Like, you have to be a thousand percent sure. And then like when I was trying to look up like to give anyone out there that's a doctor that's somehow listening to this podcast, <laughs> rate the shit five stars on Apple Podcast. It's like the back it's my right knee, but it's on the back side towards the outside of my right knee. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what kind of pain that would be or uh, anything like that. But, yeah. So hopefully that pain goes away because I already have tears on my shoulder. So I don't need more pain and more cartilage damage than I already have. Yeah, it's just one more wouldn't hurt. Speaking of wounds and stuff like that, how are you doing? Mentally, spiritually, what, what, physically? Yeah, just go down the whole list. Physically, obviously it's not too good. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if they can see that on the camera, but... Yeah, I stabbed myself Friday, for anybody that doesn't know. Um, I was at work, and uh, I... I forgot that my fucking box cutter knife was facing upwards out of my toolbox. And my toolbox was on the ground while I was working on a car. And I stepped over said toolbox and stabbed myself. Like it it was deep. Like it like it was stuck it was stuck inside my cab muscle and I had to pull it out. You had to like tripped on it cuz yeah. you need some force to yeah. actually have it that deep. That's insane. I saw all my calf tissue and everything, muscle tissue. Really? Everything. Yep. Thanks. Didn't go to the hospital. Continued to work. I feel like, I feel like these, this just within this year, just within this summer, that's two, well, summer slash fall, that's two instances where, how many days did you take off for your head? None. And you didn't, obviously you didn't take any days off for your calf. You're willing to die for this company that's probably not willing to give you a, f- a fuck about you. How you're it's moving. Not, it's not necessarily me willing to die for this fucking company. It's me just saying, keep it pushing. Like, I, like, I, like it, it's, it doesn't even really have to do with, like, a work thing. Like, because, like, the same shit could happen when I'm outside of work or just, like, partying with y'all. No, I mean, I get that, but that's a granted, more of a Granted, motherfuckers that are hanging with me 
would probably tell me to go to the fucking hospital and be more forceful. But at the same time, who the fuck's going to fight me to go to the hospital? Why are you fighting it yourself? What? Why are you fighting it yourself? To go to the hospital? Yeah. Because I want to die on these streets. I don't think you do. I think I'm ready. I, I think I want to. I don't think you do as much as you say. Time will tell. Because there's, there's a certain way to move, and you don't really move like that. You move like a wild nigga. I'm not saying you don't move like a wild nigga, but you do move with some sort of care, some sort of malice, some sort of... Like, I haven't been caring about any fucking thing lately. So Now, why is that? Why is that? Because mm-hmm. it's just because my emotions are very rendered and blocked right now at this moment that I do not feel like talking about. I mean, that does help a little bit since it's a podcast. I'm not talking to you about it. Why is that? Because I don't want to talk to you about it. You feel like I give bad advice? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How? Wasn't there a podcast where you told motherfuckers don't go to therapy? I said therapy's not good if you're just a nigga that's always complaining about some shit and expecting a different result. That's basically telling people not to go to therapy. How? <laughs> but um, anyway, man, like like I said, it's what? something that like I gotta kind of deal with by myself. Like I, nobody else. I just I'm in this funk alone, and alone I will go until I get out of it. But isn't there like habitual things that put you in this funk? No. There's no habitual things. No. Every year is different. Yeah, but didn't you say that there's always a seasonal depression around this time? I wouldn't say seasonal because I'm like this probably 85% of the time every month. Mm. And just to rebuttal that, I, I don't think I said anything wrong. Nobody said you did. But you said it's bad advice. Just because I just because I say that doesn't mean that somebody out there thinks it's bad advice. But I'm saying that to you. I'm saying I'm saying more so on the fact that it's like it's like people want to lose weight, right? You know what you have to do to lose weight. At what point are you going to stop with the excuses and then actually try to lose weight? It's hard. I'm not saying. Shit is easy. I get it. It's hard. We all have things we go back to, but I'm saying like, you know what to do. Well, what are we? What are we doing? Trying to make excuses for it? Because nobody likes consistency, like they think that they do. I don't think it's something about that light. I don't think they they're just good enough to do it. It's hard being consistent. That's the only reason why great goats are goats because they're consistent. Fair enough. I think everybody likes it, but that shit's hard to do. Just because, like, life happens. Like, there's so many weird A lot of consistency requires you to stay on your toes a lot. Requires you to be aware a lot. Um, You know what's funny? It's like, ironically, consistency comes with sacrifice. Like, you're being consistent in going to the gym, but you have to sacrifice something in your life. Well, I have to sacrifice sleep sometimes, social life sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, what else? Food. <laughs> In which, personally, I've gone to the gym and not ate a damn fucking thing. Damn, that's kind of wild. And personally, I think that's why I said the thing I do. And funny enough, I, I still stand by it. If you are the person, and I, I said a specific person, I'm saying the nigga that is saying like, boom, check it out. I'm saying like the nigga that's saying they're depressed, but the stuff that's keeping them depressed is the stuff they're constantly doing. Why does them being depressed? Why does somebody being depressed means that it's constantly in their doing? Like it would be something outside they're doing like what? to make them depressed. I don't know, like a family member fucking dying. I think you would know. No. So your grandpa, so your grandfather hasn't made you depressed, dying. Not depressed. If you want, if you want for sake of conversation to describe it as any other word then sure we could say it but I would say more so it's more of a denial as more of a like damn that nigga gone but then how you move with your, with your fucking leg and your head I just I kept a pushing because I had no other choice and I mean it's like if there's there is outside factors, and I'm not saying that that's not true. It's just like my thing is like if this is tr- triggering you, and you know these things are messing with your feelings. It's like I feel like a lot of people don't do anything about it. It's like we could call a spade a spade, and then just not do nothing. A lot of people don't have the power to do it. Yes, you do. If you you do, but spiritually and mentally, there's a lot of shit mental that blocks you that, mentally from doing such things. That same power you're using to deny is the same power you can use to apply it. Is that not true? I'm not saying it's not true, Brian. I'm not saying it's not true in the sense of like, in the sake of argument. I'm saying it's like, that's what people should do. I feel like so many people use their strength and power to... To confirm the the sad shit they feel in and not trying to do it with the positive shit. I even do it. I'm, I'm not saying this shit from a place of malice. Like, I'm trying to be better than somebody and judge somebody. I'm saying it from a place of, this is a fucking fact. And then I'm, like, realizing it. And I'm trying to fix it and correct it. And I feel like a lot of people just don't. So what power from your grandfather's death have you put from that grieving and that mourning into something? Working hard. Working every goddamn day since April 19th. Trying to be a better person, trying to read more, trying to get generational wealth. Is that hard? Are there mental blocks that you have that's doing that? No. So I would have quit. Shit happens, but I'm, I, there's nothing that's good. That's what I'm saying. Shit happens to but, where. But they stop. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, all right, boom, check it out. Say, say you wanted to. I, well, you people can't quit alcohol. Alcohol is the only drug you really can't quit cold turkey because then it's it's just like caffeine for me. It will fuck your body up. It's just something you have to quit over time. But say you were like, all right, I, I haven't been in the gym. 
I've been lacking. I want to get in the gym, get my mind right, right? Sure. And if you're doing good, say your birthday is this Sunday, right? You've been going to the gym. As far as I know. Yeah, you've been going to the gym to, uh, two months straight consistently. And you ain't been drinking, you ain't been smoking, you ain't been doing, doing none of that. But your birthday's coming up and everybody want to celebrate. There's always going to be a test, a uh, bump in the road. Like, regardless, you can start, you know what I mean? Like, you can start today, you can start tomorrow. Even if it's not your birthday, it's going to be some sort of co-workers going out, um, celebration, you know what I'm saying, family get-together. There's, there's always going to be some sort of test that's going to be there, regardless just so you, of when just, you start. Just, uh, hold on. Just so you were, you know I trained to drink, right? You trained to drink? Yeah, like I've been going to the gym about about four, four, three to four times out of the week. Just Why make you- sure my body is in shape for drinking. Uh, how would that help, though? I feel like the only thing that would help because I just do shit ton of cardio, just sweat, just sweat it out. I mean, yeah, you can sweat it out, but I'm saying I feel like the the thing. Oh damn, I didn't record that well. The thing that uh, that helps you train to drink is drinking more, because that's what builds the tolerance. Yeah. I don't know. I actually, I actually wonder that. Like, could I mean? I would. I would assume that an out of shape person would probably feel it more than a in shape person, as far as like the after effects of drinking. But now I'm kind of curious to see, like, who, like, how does your body handle that? Well, I mean, because I'm all right. Well, let's ask you then. It handles it like a fifth grader on field day. So you feel like you handle it better now that you're like in f- working out stuff like that. Oh no, I still handle it as equal as I did when you're out years of and years. <laughs> so yeah, there's consistency in that. Yeah, I mean, I don't because I just what I'm saying is like, like it's like we know. That all this shit hard, all this shit's challenging. You're allowed to feel what you feel. I'm just saying, we as people, we gotta make progress. It's like how many times am I gonna acknowledge this shit's hard like, before I do something about it? Until you're mentally ready to do something about it. Are you ever? There does come a time, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm. Because I, I feel like it's one of those things where you just, you're never ready for it, but you got to. <laughs> like, are you like are you ready? Are you mentally ready for the shit that you're going to have to handle with coming, coming with finding a new apartment? Living by yourself? Yeah. Bills I, and all. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I, but I've also done it before. Like, when my mom had cancer, I lived by myself. Like, my dad was not coming home. But that wasn't voluntary, though. Yeah. But, I mean, it was, every time I've lived by myself was involuntary shit. Like, so I've always kind of had to do it, in a sense. Obviously, not to the extreme where I had to pay all the bills or some shit like that. But, but shit, actually, my last apartment, I had to pay all the bills. <laughs> so, it's nothing new, I guess. 
Alter. The video version might be fucked a little bit, but I don't know. We'll see. Because I was wondering that, too, if how long an uh, iPhone can record video, especially in 4K. But Probably should have tested that out before we got here. I was te- doing bits to test, but like when I looked it up, it was like, you can record a video as long as you want. So I was just thinking it was okay. So I don't know if that's either, A, I have no space on my iPhone or what the situation is. Maybe. I, you might get a segment or something like that. But... Actually, I think this would be a good topic to talk about with the guests on Thursday. I'm sure I'll hear it full. It's just like, I, I just want my people to do good. That's, that's really it. I'm like, especially, especially, hold on. You want bro. your people, to, do you want, do you want your people to do good doing shit more than they are actually mentally healthy? I feel like in order to be mentally healthy. Because I can sit here and do this podcast every day, but am I happy doing it? Yeah. Why would you not be happy doing it? I mean, yeah, because I'm sitting here talking to you, conversating to the people. Right. And, you know, doing doing something that we're both, I, I would like to say we're pretty good at. But at the same time. I got shit that's going on with me as far as my mentals. I'm starting to lose mental. I'm starting to be unstable a little bit as far as where I am in life and how I'm going about it. And what's next for me. So a lot of mental blocks in that aspect, which doesn't really allow me to enjoy the things I think i would like to but i think you have a mental block because you're waiting for something and i thought that too but in order for me to be waiting for something i would have to at least find something that's worth waiting for i think you got some things i don't think i have anything that's really worth waiting for as far as what I think would be enjoyable or long-term enjoyability. I mean, that could just be a trigger of the sense of you never had anything long-term. I never had shit. (laughs) So (laughs) that's what I'm saying. If you ain't never had it, of course you're not going to be used to it when opportunity presents itself. But then knowing me, am I going to be, because Knowing something that could be long-term, am I going to, how long is long-term until I fuck it up and make it short? You know? I just think it's in your your mannerisms. You're already thinking about how you're going to fuck it up. Don't think about how you're going to fuck it up if it ain't fucked up. I feel like that's in everybody's nature. Um... Thinking? No, I feel because we're more re- we're more reactive than we are proactive. I agree with that, but like our friendship, I never thought about when I'm gonna fuck it up. You fucked it up a couple times. I fucked it up a couple times. Yeah, you fucked it up a couple times. How did I fuck it up a couple times? Uh, if memory serves right.
I don't know. Anyway, this is a lot of dead air. So, um, what were you on top about again? What was what? What were we talking about again? What was the topic that we were on? I think we were just talking about depression. Okay. Like All right. Yeah. Well, yep. Depression is a cold hearted bitch mother. The shit takes away your spirit. It takes away your. Sometimes your appetite takes away everything that you hold near and dear to you. And um, it's just every day is a fight, man. It's f- like I, I read a tweet that said depression is like, like your body wanting to keep going and your mind telling you to die. You know, it's like one of those things, and I felt that. And that was like 7.30 in the morning when I was just waking up. I was like, you know what? This shit is absolutely, this is what I feel. It's absolutely positively what I feel. And um, honestly, there's no amount of like coaching, life coaches, therapists that can really talk you out of that mental mindset because it begins and ends with you and you got to be able to, you just got to be able to get out of that funk the best way that you can and it's baby steps. When I tell you it's baby steps, it's baby steps. Like, literally, when you wake up, you need to find something that's worth waking up for just the littlest shit. Like, me waking up and putting on, like, a vinyl every single day just to get ready for the morning. Or me um, looking at my work schedule of what cool cars that might come in that I get to work on. Like, it's just, it's just stuff like, it's just shit like that. Or... Because I hate, and I think you brought this up one time, I hate looking forward to the weekend. Yeah. So, like, you got to look forward to a weekday. Exactly. Because it's like, I, I guess the reason I said that, too, is because, like, there's only two weekend days. Five days. So you're miserable for five days. And also, you got to want to. I've been miserable for five days, trust me. I mean, you got you to gotta want to. I think that's because it's more of a. It might be a social media thing, and I might that might be a reason why I stand on it because it's like ah, I be going through shit, but I'm good. I feel good. I feel like my mind is in the. Once I figured out how strong my mind is, where you putting towards negativity, neg- negativity, I'm a rock. I'm going through shit now. I'm not in the in the. Best move because of the certain shit I'm going through, but I realize it's the it's the daily decision I'm making. So it's not like I'm mad at the daily decision I'm making. I'm choosing to go to work. I'm choosing to do this. I'm choosing to do that. So I accept it for what it is. But I'm also trying to, aka, do the podcast, do this. Like I find happiness when other things. But I, it might be a social media thing. But I'm just tired of the people that say they are these things and they feel these things. And then it's like you see them the next weekend on Snap. Not I'm not talking about my friends, but you see them the next weekend on Snapchat with the with the bottles, with the bitches, with the with the weed, the alcohol, the the drugs, the job that they hate, the girl that they don't like, like that. They just trying to hit, and it's like, duh, nigga, that's why you're fucking depressed. 
You keep doing the same shit, expecting a different result, and you're depressed. And you want to talk about your feelings and how how sensitive you are about shit. And like, man, I really my mental really fucked up. But then you do that, and it's just like, nigga, I can't I can't roll with you because it's like it's trying like, to look for a different result in a short term game. Because it's literally like. Like someone fell and hurt their knee, and then I'm like, "Oh, what's wrong?" And I'm like, "I fell." Da, 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 da. Well, how'd you fall? I I jumped off of this thing. And I was like, "Well, damn. All right. Well, let me help you up." And then they start climbing back up, and it's like, "Nigga, what are you? You just fell from that, and you hurt yourself doing that. Now you are gonna go back up and do the same thing? <laughs> it's like, like what are we doing here? Yeah, because the first time didn't work. See, we got. We'll see if the second time will fall through. I I can't roll with that, man. That shit is toxic. That shit is toxic. Cause I, I'm telling you, your mind. You fall down seven times, get up eight. Fuck. <laughs> no, I get that, but uh, like if it's self-induced, I'm like, wait a minute, we gotta talk about this. Because I think it's like all the entrepreneurs and and people that change their life. Oh, what they say is this: your mindset, it's your mindset, it's what you believe. It's how you look at it. If you look at it from a glass half empty, then of course you're gonna be miserable. If you look at it from glass half full, you're gonna be some optimism. It's gonna be you're gonna give yourself a reason to fight. Give yourself a reason to fight. Everybody finds a reason to hate life and make excuses. Give yourself a reason to fight. And it's okay to acknowledge that you're just not right. Like, I don't think I'm in the best situation, but I acknowledge that I have to be better, like, working out. I have to go touch some grass, I say. Like, get outside, interact with people. I do interact with people. People end up pissing me off because niggas is weird. Niggas move weird. That's some different shit that I got <laughs> to tell you that after the part, but yeah, man, just just try, nigga. That's all I all I ask niggas to do is try. Like we already got the diagnosis. What you gonna do after you got the diagnosis? <laughs> also, another thing too, just to finish the topic, that might be triggering some people, but I don't think I said anything wrong. To figure to finalize the topic too is if something like depression, I would say probably causes like a chemical imbalance in your brain, and you take things like antidepressants and stuff like that to reset your brain to reset the chemicals. Which I have, right? I feel like other factors are just as important too, and this might go back to the weed, alcohol, things like that. The food that you're putting in your body, the just everything, everything that you put in your body, the random girl you just eating out from down the street type shit, the random dude you doing do it, you know what I'm saying? Some of these dudes that you fucking with, ladies, got the the weed nail, the cocaina fingernail, and you know what I'm saying? You letting that in your pussy now, your pH balance messed up. Like that, all that shit matters, bro. All that shit factors in. It's crazy to me how people don't realize that until. Because, like, a girl, it was fucked up, too. A girl was fucking with this dude. And she said something. She said she don't feel right or whatever. And I was like, because that nigga's a drug dealer, and you let that nigga finger you. She's like, he, he, he ain't finger me with no dirty nails. He gets his nails done. Nigga, we seen a Snapchat. This nigga count money. He had that black ring mark on his shit. I was just like, that's nasty. <laughs> That's nasty. And he had Cheeto. Nigga had Cheeto dust on it. Like he was eating Cheetos without it was the nastiest snap I ever seen. I don't even know why he had the phone with the Cheeto. Crazy. And I was just looking at it like, 
And you wonder why you fucked up Cause all that shit Fucked <laughs> Man all that shit matters man It's crazy as shit man All that shit matters man I'm trying I'm trying to tell you All that shit is important You gotta take care of your body man Yeah Um I guess to oh, di- fuck. Dive in with me A little bit I know I, I talked this much And I haven't even dived in it is Dale. I'm, this is what it's, it's my uh, um, also it's it's uh, my drink of the weekday, you know, for the evening, preparing for what will be this um, abomination of my body this weekend. Um, I like Tisdale because Tisdale Merlot, um, I like it because it's. It got a little bit of flavor. It's kind of strong, but at the same time, it's smooth. Um, it's that kind of wine that you could drink with drink at any type of day. You know, whether it be morning, you know, mid mid afternoon, nighttime. You know, it just keeps your body going. I enjoy it. <clears throat> definitely, anyway, definitely glad that uh, we are not on Twitch because I think that would have violated COS. I just broke out into an ad about this wine. <laughs> but, um, damn, what was I about to say? Oh, I was about to talk about me and my weekend. Uh, weekend was cool. Um, definitely, you know, not in the whole, a little bit financially. Gave Tyler his birthday present a little bit earlier. But, um, you should have kept that shit because it's already gone. Same. Nigga, how? You gave a grown ass 27 year old $50. A hundred and fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. That that's fifty dollars in like adult in the young adulthood. Nigga, how if your rent and your car note was paid already? It wasn't. But you, all right, it wasn't because my because my rent's due the first. Oh, okay. So then you should still have it. How should I should still have it? Because you said that money was already spent, and then you still had a couple that dollars. Night when I told you to go to Jupiter the Moon. Nigga, I gave you an extra fifty, so you had some food. Thirty nine dollars, or food went to, went through that fifty, and that was just like weekend food because you was out. That wasn't food for in there. It's probably no fridge, no food in there still. I would have gave it to you. <laughs> This weekend, had I known you was going to do that, so you could at least have it. Exactly what I just told you. This is what happens when you do something nice. Nigga. That's what happens when you don't think things through from both ends. I, Because you were making it seem like, damn, you're going to have to stretch this $30. I didn't know you was going to blow that that quick. I had me to feed. I had girls to feed. See, that's, that's your problem right there. I had drinks to buy, man. Come on now, hey, Kayla, hey, you could blame Kayla for that for them drinks. You buying everybody's drinks? What? You buying everybody's drinks? Yeah. What, nigga? If you know you ain't got it like that, why are you buying drinks like that? Because I do have it for the time being. You nigga, stress me out, bro. This nigga stress me out. <laughs> This nigga. This all goes back to you gotta live for every day. This nigga here. Um, 
Well, damn. Yeah, so gave his money early. And like I said, I'm only in the hole because I'm trying to keep my credit card under the 9%. And actually, I'm supposed to get a credit report tomorrow. And hopefully, that bitch go through and skyrocket my credit score. And if it do, I'm going to apply for a more limit, a higher limit. And then actually, I'm going to use my credit card because I might have to buy a fit because I actually do have a date this weekend. And this past weekend, I went to the fam's uh, birthday little celebration, which it was weird because I didn't know what to expect because my dad wasn't there. He went out of town to a car show. And then I guess, for lack of a better term, my favorite uncle wasn't there either. So I was pretty much by myself. I was in that whole dolo. But I still had my uh I still have my two uncles in there that I do rock with and then my two cousins and it was still a good time. I had a good time with the family. It was nice to catch up with them. We always kinda of do the spill of like, oh, family needs to stick together, especially with, you know, how grandpa was and how he always had something going on Sundays and stuff like that. So we still need to make that a tradition and I'm I'm with that. And I would love to do that. It's just more so of uh, finding the time to do that rather than anything else. Um, also, I got a story to tell on the Patreon whenever we do do a Patreon episode. Because one of my uncles out here pulling, pulling uh, <laughs> girls we know, nigga. <laughs> like, our age. Like, we know. And how old is he? At least 50s. It's good for him, man. Because some no, nah, I was tight. I was hating. I, I was hating. Some of the girls we know act <laughs> they they move like they fifty. So nah, they, they be outside. They they be outside. You'd be upset too if if you knew who I was talking about. You you'd be tight too. Because he 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 knows one. Like yeah yeah, nigga out here getting busy. I'm I was I was flabbergasted. I was hoodwinked. I was bamboozled. Shit was crazy. Like okay. I said, subscribe to the Patreon, Tyler Byron Hour, uh, <laughs> whenever we do release that one. And yeah, so I wanted to get your mindset and your ideas and your ideology on a first date mindset. If, if you had to give me some advice as I'm going on a date this weekend, I can tell you already that one of the plans is to go see a movie. So you gonna go see Venom? Yeah. Damn, bro, come on. Hey, run me back that fifty dollars so I can go see Venom. Nigga, no. <laughs> Fuck. Can I come with you? No. I'll pay for my own ticket if I can come with you. Why would you come with us? Because I want to see. Because I want to see Venom. So then, why don't you just go see Venom by yourself? I'm not going to a movie theater by myself. I've done it. <sighs> anyway, yeah, uh, I, I only so, did it once though, and I was to see Black so, Panther. So, yeah, about this first date situation. Um, is this your first day in like a year? Um, Don't tell me that this is the first day in like a year. I don't know how to classify that because she's still a friend regardless. So are we counting friends? Are we counting soul 
hey, I just met you on this app, or hey, I just met you somewhere. Let's go on a date. Are are we counting the females that are still a friend? Depends on if I know this friend. Well, you wouldn't know him. You wouldn't know either. That's what I'm trying to ask. So right now, I do not know them. Yeah. All right, cool. Also, why'd you bring that nigga? What? So anyway, about the first date. Um. Well, no, I mean that. Like so, yeah. Are the, are you saying like, does a date count if they're a friend? I guess. I guess that's what I want to say. Is that what I'm saying? Fuck, is this a filling out process? I don't know. It was more of her suggestion. I didn't ask her. She asked me. Oh, she's just trying. Oh, she's just trying to see a movie with you. It's not. It's not a date. Why do you say that? It's not a date. Why do you say that? Friends can't go on dates. Why can't they? I'm not going on a date with you. Yeah, you're not trying to fuck me. Maybe. Out of pocket. <laughs> Out of pocket. But yeah, that's that's probably why friends don't go on dates. But I mean, I don't know. I would say I've gone on dates with friends. Cause even even if it's not like that. Attractive male, attractive female, or attractive whatever you are to the other person. Y'all do couple shit. Everybody's just going to assume it's a couple. So whether you want to call it a date or not, it is a date. Because it is certain friends that I would hang out with as far as like our squad. I probably wouldn't hang out with as in just us. Probably consider that a date. So we hang out a lot, right? I'm not trying to fuck you. Why not? Not my type. Oh, you what? what what's your fucking type then? <laughs> not you, fucking nigga. Actually, actually, not you. I, uh, I don't got his shit together. Not drunk. Probably. <laughs> I hate to break it to you because there's a lot of Tyler's female Tyler's running around. No, not really. Like me, around here, or they they are, and they got their shit together. I know a few that got their shit together. It's never both. No, I know a few. I can think of two right now. You think somebody that goes up? Yeah, and parties hard, hard. Not harder than I. She might be able to outdrink you, no cap. Straight, straight oh, funny, B. Funny, uh, no, no, I'm funny. dead ass serious. You're Kevin Hart, man. I'm, I'm so serious. You need to be on death jail. I'm, I'm serious. She might be able to drink you. Do I know this one? No. Then she's not out drinking me. What the fuck? How's that correlate? Because if I know, because if I know them and I've hung out with them, you know, I know what they are. Yeah, and I said you don't know them. So then they can't outdrink me. I wouldn't know, right? So therefore, I'm putting my feelings to a default. They can't outdrink me. <laughs> I've seen both of you guys drink. She she could drink. You haven't seen me in a while, boy. I've I've evolved. You just saw us recently. When? Just last week. 
So were you. Yeah, but I also don't drink like that. <laughs> but. Hey, man, get back to the first advice, the first anyway. date. <laughs> um, first advice. First date advice. Or your mind, what's your mindset going into it? You got to set your bar extremely, extremely low as far as the first dates go. You got to think of all the... Uh, I wouldn't say all the bad shit that could happen on a date, but like you gotta be prepared. You gotta mentally prepare yourself for some shit to go wrong, so that when some shit does go right, you know, in the date, you'll be like, oh, okay, all right. It will give you more motivation to. What What do you mean by that? Like, why do you say you gotta prepare yourself for something to go wrong? Like, what could go wrong? Well, not on my dates, but maybe yours. Why mine? I don't know, cause let's see. One time I had to pick you. One time I had to start your car in a movie theater. That was, and she was bad too. I'm not gonna lie. That was an accident. And I was, and I had my own place too. I was about to say, "Hey, you'll be." I don't think <laughs> you did. What? I don't think you did. What? You had your own place at the time. It was 2017. I was living with Sway, so. Oh. Even then, that nigga would probably have some random old nigga or some dude. He can watch. Out of pocket. Video, say, matter of fact. Honestly, that date, that was, a, it was, that was weird. That was such a cool date, but it was just bad timing. I don't think she was over her ex. Because when we started talking about shit and we started talking about relationships and other shit, what? That nigga got brought up a lot. Pay attention to that. You got you got to pay attention to that. How she talks about her, even if, even if it's the bad shit, you know. I would rather prefer that. How about not at all? I mean, if we had to, that was a choice, <laughs> then yeah, obviously. But I'm saying I would because obviously he's still on her mind. That's what I'm saying. But like, I would rather her say bad things about nigga. When we talk about all of the best, like the best this, the best that, nigga, her ex was like a lot of it. Like, I think she had a sex flashback in that conversation. Was she comparing some of the shit that you did or your mannerisms in that date to him? No. Okay, cool. That would have been, yeah, take 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 them home. Because <laughs> it was just like one of those things where, um, what's you call it, got brought up. Like, we were just talking about like relationships and shit. And then, yeah, her ex got brought up a lot. Because I think we started Somehow sex got brought up And she was like yeah That nigga's the best I've ever been with My whole face just Ah <laughs> It's like Yeah Yo no I'm better Like what the fuck Do you say to that I don't know man With uh, Okay When situations like that In a date Where like You Kind of get the You kind of get the Assumption that She's not completely Over her ex And I mean, fuck, it might be her first date with you after him, so. I don't know if it was or not, but maybe. I, if I had a guess, probably. See? That might be true. With that, man, you just got to be like, <laughs> you kind of got to ask. 
I mean, this is going, this is going like, like completely out of the way, like, like away from, you know, the point of the date of mm-hmm. having a good time with each other. Mm-hmm. You kind of got to ask what, what that, what that dude was like. You kind of got to ask, you know, shit about him, you know, as far as like what his, like, well, I knew I was cool with him at one point just to make sure that you stay away from what the fuck he was. If you're trying to be that with said partner, whatever. But I think also it was just, it could have been a parents thing. Because me and that nigga are like completely opposite. He light skin, buff, braids. I don't look like that. Not even a quarter. Yeah, that's why I said I don't <laughs> look like that. But outside the car issue, I would say that is my best movie date. Oh, and like with this date, I don't really have any expectation. Good. I think anything, if anything, all stuff would be. Especially with dates, man, whether, whether, whether you know the person or not, whether you're friends with them, whatever, whether it's a tender date, bumble date, whatever the case may be, you're playing Russian roulette anyway. You know, you're just going in there hoping for some good shit. So what are you hoping for? It's a good time, just like good conversation, uh, good vibes. Um, you don't assuming think, that you talk to them before the date, but you don't think you could get that? I don't. I guess I've had one bad date. Yeah, I've only had one bad date, but that was a bad date because they lied. So that just, was childish. I know what you're talking. It, it about. was just it was just a trickle down effect of like this happened, then that happened, then that happened, and then that happened. It's just like God damn, there's just so many fucking bad things are happening. It's like yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, that one sucked dick. It sounded like yeah, it was terrible. But um, is a movie date a good first date? Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, movie dates, um, I guess the way I play it, I like to do dinner and movie or movie and vice versa. Cause I mean, either way you're getting both conversations. Like you're literally like sitting there talking to them. You're engaging with them as opposed to. You know, doing like some like golfing, like fuck. I'm not trying to fucking talk to you while I'm golfing. You know, I'm you like, make it fun or like playing pool. Like, I like I I still have a pretty like competitive personality. So like, I'm literally trying to win this fucking game. Don't be <laughs> talking about. But yeah, man. Like, I mean, that's my whole idea, man. Like I said, Russian roulette. You gotta come in there. Like, no holds bars. Do you try to have a nightcap in mind? Like, sexual? Just a nightcap in general. Like a kiss? A nightcap, nigga. Like, like either... What the fuck is a nightcap? How are you closing out the date? Or, like you said, like, if you go to the movies, the movie is the date, but then the nightcap would be the dinner. Or vice versa. Because, like, we grown. It's not like niggas are just trying to plan a whole fucking... Unless you really like this girl, you really want to impress her, you want to date her, 
It's not like most niggas on the first date that's just trying to. Fill now it I'm out. old school. Hey, after this, you want to go to a bar? <laughs> Get a little drinky drink. That's not bad. That's that's not. I'm bad. old school, man. Come on, now I've been around the way. I think with my mindset, it'd be funny too if she actually listens to this. But well, she might. I don't know if I should promote this episode. <laughs> she, she might. She'd be like, "Damn." Tyler sounds like a good song. <laughs> I'll beat you before. But I would say, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to go with the movies and then see where it goes from there. Okay. If there is an ice cream spot that's like right around that corner, but I don't know if it'd be open around that time after Depends the movies. On where are you going to? Where, where are you going to, to see a movie? I already have the location picked up. I just don't want to put don't that say up. the movie theater in Pleasant Hill. Damn, nigga, I didn't want to put that out there in the universe. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Niggas don't see me. Oh, yo, I see you. Be hurt. That's happened before. That was weird. <laughs> I was at the grocery store. Nigga was like, yo, you, you talking about that? I was like, yeah, bro. What's up? And he's like, oh, bro, keep doing your thing. I was like, oh, thanks, bro. And he kept looking at me every time I like would walk around. I'm like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. But this nigga stalked me or something. Yeah. I haven't got that yet. Ooh. Yeah, that shit D, bro. Yeah. That shit is deep. But it's yeah. a whole stab wound in my I got a hole in my fucking leg. I uh Yeah, I'm gonna go with the movies and then see how it goes after that. I have no intentions of trying anything. I'm gonna be nice, open doors, shit like that. Respect women's boundaries. Respect We're women's all about boundaries. that here on the TBH podcast. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, that's the thing too Is like Even if the vibe's right And it's perfect I don't even know If I can see myself Trying to give a kiss Just because I'm so removed Because I don't want to You know what I'm saying I don't want to Overstep boundaries But she She's overstepping Your boundaries Has it happened before? What? Has it happened to you before? Fuck yeah man Did you stop her? Fuck no man then how did she say overstep your boundaries? Wait, what? How did she overstep him if you didn't stop it? Because we were both feeling. Uh, make sure both partners are feeling, you know. It, I mean, de- definitely definitely don't so force So you wanted you. it. You just didn't want to initiate it. What? You wanted it. You just didn't want to initiate it. I had to make sure she was cool with it first. How? She's the one that started it. Obviously, she was. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like she started it. So you know I had to roll with it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But it's not like you was like, ah, I didn't want to do it. Oh, never that. See? <laughs> what you talking about? What you talking about? What are we oh, talking man. about? You got to love me. I, I, I'm i a handful. And I'll continue to be a handful for as long as I'm on this earth. You know they can hear that on the podcast. Hear what? You spinning that. Yeah. I don't think people like that. I think you should shut the fuck up and don't know what people like. No, people have told me that. Especially since I listened to the uh, podcast episodes back. Anyway, so yeah, about this first date, man. (laughs) Um, oh, you being you, just be yourself. Well, do your anime shit. When in doubt, talk about anime. Works every time. I don't think when I would in doubt, talk, talk about anime. I don't think I would talk about anime. 
I don't know what the fuck I would talk about. I don't have hobbies. Like I do, but I don't. Because I would say they're hobbies I want to turn into career passion, so I don't think they're really hobbies. Fair enough. But... Like, I'm not nothing special. I'm just I'm trying to I'm a nigga trying to figure out a schedule so I can be special. Fair enough. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. And actually doing this, I think I do want to hang out with more females if that's a date. I don't know. Cause it's just how you how you present it. So it's like if I'm gonna present myself to the world. I want to be able to accept all consequences with this world. And I think that's why I don't put myself in a lot of situations. Because no. it's like not like I, I'm not saying like, no, I'm not going to be no bitch if someone like disrespects the fuck out of her. But I have to learn to accept that situation. Yeah. So it's like, do I put myself in that? Do I even put myself in that situation? And I think that's that's the shit that I be thinking about, and that's the shit that I don't want to say triggers me, but that's the shit that so they, stops me. I guess. They always say, you know, if you can't handle dating a bad bitch, don't date one. I said, well, if my well, if my female was bad enough, she would check that nigga. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that's what I have to say about that all the time. So, well, actually, with that, just to go off a quick tangent, are you? Changing what your girl wears? I have my fair share of very, very appealing looking women. No, I'm not, like. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, are you changing what your girl wears? Like, are you confident in what she's wearing? You know, I used to be like, whoa, that's a little bit too much. Like, <laughs> like, that, like you save that for me. Mm. You know? <laughs> but, like, I mean, that's like, if roles were changed, you know, that'd be like, hey, don't be walking out here here with them gray sweatpants, some gray joggers. The fuck you think this is? It's like, and knowing me, we're like, how the fuck are you not? How the fuck are you gonna tell me what I can and can't wear? I pulled these out of my fucking dresser, so <laughs> like it would go into a whole tangent like that. So I mean, you gotta respect, you know what the what they are. You know if they if they like getting dressed up, having fun, going out looking pretty, then. You know, you got to be the cheerleader. You playing cheerleader, you know? Yeah. And as long as you can fight or shoot, niggas, you be right. I date a lot of white girls, man. <laughs> I don't know nay that's fighting and or shooting. No, I'm saying as long as you can. Oh, yeah. I might as well get the AR out. <laughs> That's nuts. I can see a pistol. I can't this nigga ha- say I'm pulling hey. out the AR. I'm pulling out the. Hey, you know what? I don't have time. I don't have time to be fucking around with like handgun permits and stuff like that. If I could just buy an AR, I'm gonna just get that AR. Don't make so. I'm gonna keep it in the trunk. <laughs> see, but you already lost. If you gotta go to the trunk, you don't know what's in the trunk. Hey, nigga, I don't gotta find out if I got this shit on me. You think I'm not gonna have a whole ass rifle? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I better not. I better not ever see somebody just have a whole ass rifle tucked. I mean, my because so everybody in my family has a license to carry, and we all got that little belt buckle that keep that thing on us. 
Mm-hmm. I just never pulled it out. Also, I don't want to shoot nobody. So I, I feel like me, that's me putting that energy in the universe if I, <laughs> if I got the tool up. My dad, bro, my dad, this nigga, I don't know what this nigga was doing, bro. He put the gun on, like, so... I'm sorry, the podcast visually just got <laughs> fucked, so it didn't record all the way. But I'll record this just for the sake of a uh, conversation and topic. So if this is like the tub where the counter is, uh, like whatever, the shit to keep the tub inside. He put the gun right here. I didn't know the gun was right here. And it was in between the, the shower curtain and the actual curtain <laughs> outside. So I get in the shower. <laughs> I just hear a big boom. What the fuck is this? The gun pointing up, like, right at my dick. I'm just like, nigga, why is your gun in here? <laughs> I was like, of all the places to put your like, that nigga was just having his gun out, just laying around. I'm just like, this nigga trying to get me to shoot myself. <laughs> Shit, I don't know what this nigga on. <laughs> but, yeah, I, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm excited. I, I definitely think uh, with this credit card shit, I'm hoping I could increase it. And if I could increase it, I'm still going to probably, I'm probably going to go to the outlet tomorrow. Or I'm going to go somewhere. Maybe get some Levi's, get a t-shirt. Maybe a flannel. Not really a flannel guy, but complete the fall look, you know. I already got the shoes. Where the fuck are your pair of Vans at? I don't have any, actually. I got Converse. But, yeah, maybe wear a chain. You know what I'm saying? Switch up the earring. Take care of my face. I might go on a three-day diet, no cap. Cause I, I do want to do a cleanse. Like That's another reason why I'm saying all this mindset shit. Is like, I do want to do a cleanse. I don't know if I want to do a cleanse as far as my body. I'm, I'm either trying to do my body or my mental. And I haven't decided yet. Because like my mental would be social media. Because I, I do feel like too much social media is too much. But niggas be bored and niggas be at work. So niggas got to compromise. And then as far as body goes, it's just getting up. If I could figure out how to efficiently get up at 4 o'clock, I, I thought about getting some smelling salt and just waking myself up. Because it, it's either that or pre-workout. And I know I don't want to take pre-workout every day, especially with the caffeine intake that I already have. Fuck that, man. Yeah, like, I don't want to take this shit. This shit works. It gets you up. And I, I'm super productive on pre-workout, but I, I you feel that itch or that tinglingness, which, which is the itch. And it's just like you just up to, like, you just cracked. I'm not trying to be cracked every goddamn day. I don't think that's healthy or sanitary. Just take some cocaine, man. Just, like, slow bit at a time. Don't, like, overdo. Don't overdose before work, but just, like, you know. So raise this in it's the like a dab. This nigga. <laughs> dab of coke. Wow. Uh arrange this order of importance. When this is when it comes to a female. Uh money, looks, loyalty, and personality. From most important to Personality the- first. That's definite. Yeah. I can't do shit with looks. I can't do shit with money. But if you're a good person in and out and you rock with me like I rock with you, obviously. Then that goes further, you know, and we'll worry about everything else that's in between later on if we get that far, you know. But like, definitely, man, I got, I got to be able to know your story. I got to be able to 
kind of figure you out as far as like what you are, how you are as a person, how you are around your friends, how you are around your family. You know? So like it's when definitely I go, wouldn't that be more loyalty? No, because because you don't have to be loyal to your friends. You don't have to be loyal to your family. What are you saying? Yeah, I have to know how you are around your friends and family. I feel like if they're good I feel like that's more personality. Because you can switch up personality. Because, like, you're a completely different person from, you know, you don't talk to me like you talk to your parents, do you? Yes. That's fucked up. I don't talk to you crazy. I talk to you crazy any type of way. I know. Your dad especially. Your he, mama, mama, bro. she's a saint. Mom, she's a saint. He she got a, He will shoot you, and he don't get it either because he's like, me and Tyler had a great conversation about cars. Why is this nigga switching up being weird now? I was like, I don't know. I don't know. He can stab me for all I can shit. He already got advantage right here. So <laughs> he's like, I don't. I, I I I still don't get it to this day, Dad. I don't. <laughs> he's fucking weird. I don't know. But well, then so what's loyalty? Are you entertaining anybody else? Yeah, no, no, no get, get, you don't have to be dating. Like, you don't have to be, like, like full-on officially dating. But, you know, if if I know that, like, I'm giving my time to you and stuff like that, if I'm working on you, you know, I'm, I don't have time to be entertaining somebody else. Granted, I have. I was about to say but now, but nowadays, man, I mean, it's just not worth it. Like, why have a plan? Why have a plan B when plan A is working as complete course? You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So I guess yours would be personality, loyalty, or looks and money are the other two. How would? <sighs> I want my significant other to be financially stable. I feel like at least not 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 for me, but for them, you know. Do you care if they make more than you? Fuck no. I haven't. So, I would say money would be like the fourth. So then looks would be third. Looks would be definitely third. As I get older, it's starting to do you feel that too? What? As you get older, looks are starting to dwindle a little bit. Like, as far as like, I mean, um, granted, we're not dating dogs. I mean, on paper, I still have the tendency of still going for the looks, though. Well, everybody has to be. You would want. Looks will get me in the door, but I'm not staying if it's just all looks. Right, yeah. Where high school, I mean, every, I mean, everybody wants to be physically attractive, you know. Also, if you're willing to work on it, I could. If you're like, say she has a pretty face, but the body, like, she just don't got no ass or whatever. If she's willing to go to the gym and get her mind right, get her body right, you got Tyler, but that's funny. <laughs> but like, if you know what I'm saying if she's willing to do all those things, not saying I'm like forcing her to do those things, but if we talk about it, and she's she's willing to try. I I'm willing to. Rock with anyone that's willing to try. It's the ones that don't try. And it's like, I'm gonna get surgery or some shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Why? But also I don't I don't want her looks to deteriorate either. Cause at, at the same time, it's like it, whatever body that I came to you as, 
especially with me being a, like a slimmer dude. If I came to you with a six pack and, and chest muscles and biceps, and then you know six months into the relationship, I'm out here with a with a gut, no biceps, no chest muscles. I feel like she has that right, just as I have that right to be like, yo, when I met you, you was you was fine. Now you kind of. Uh-huh. I'm saying you might want to hit that gym. I mean, you gotta take them as you are, had before you go into it. You know, I mean, anything afterwards. I mean, yeah, you could tell a. Hey, you're asking me to be up in the way, <laughs> which is fine. Okay which is fine. You. It's totally fine, man. If I if I feel like I but should be able to do that, she should have that exact same right. I'm to just do it. saying. I'm saying, girls, if you if you see that I had had a beer gut, best believe. That is here to stay. No, I'm just kidding. But, I mean, it's, it's there. Would you feel some type of way if your significant other asked you that, though? What? Would you feel some type of way if she asked you that? She wouldn't need to ask me. She wouldn't need to get to that point. You know? Why do you say Babe, that? you got to work on that beer belly. All right, I'll take all the Heineken out, and I'll start tomorrow. You know? She's telling me shit that I already know. Yeah, because I mean, like, she's allowed. I feel like, I feel like it's weird because it's like I feel like couples are allowed to like what they like, like whatever brought them in the door. If you switch up now, you, you know what I'm saying you should be able to say, "Hey, this is different." Go back to what it was. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that doesn't come off as appealing because shit happens, especially if it's like. Shit happens, like, say she's the mother of your child, she bears your child. You know, obviously, that post-pregnancy weight usually lingers with most women or something like that. And it gets harder as we get older. That's true. So, but so also, which, is why, which is why I'm trying to sustain the weight that I already have instead of actually just losing it. Because mm-hmm. if you sustain it, it's not going nowhere. If you if I could stay the same body frame as I am right now until at least 35, 40, I'm good. I feel like I've lived I feel like I'm successful. You know? Mm-hmm. But I've also kind of had the same body frame since I was 18. I I've, I've gotten a little bigger. Well, we all get a little bigger. But Yeah, I guess that. obviously since our metabolism has slowed down, so I definitely gotten a little bit bigger too. But it also depends on how you eat. Our bodies, the reason why people get bloated is because our bodies are not made for one or two big-ass meals and or, like, only one meal a day. Which is why? We are made for more three. It's so weird how, like, like your body body clock is made for two four-hour sleep periods to one eight-hour sleep period. And then it's like you're not made to have, like, three meals. You're made to, made to have, like, four or five, six meals. But they're not big-ass fucking... KFC bowls and sides and shit like that. Like it's an actual meal, like healthy organic shit. Like, and that's not counting snacks in between. Exactly. So, I mean, even the shit. I mean, even the snacks can count depending on what the snack is. But I eat a lot of pretzels, a lot of um, peanuts. I like cashews a lot. I like pretzels, string cheese. So, like, I mean. In that retrospect, I snack good, but as far as meals, boy, I be eating good, <laughs> man. I, uh, I, we yeah. know a nigga that straight doesn't like to eat vegetables, by the way. So, the fact that that nigga called it boring will never, that, I don't think that'll ever get out of my mind. That's been stitched in my mind, and it happens so abruptly in a random, just that who hut. Like, 
I will forever boom. forget that. But um, they literally bypass all the. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't say. Uh, I would say for me, I think loyalty is number one. I would like to say just off the strength that like. I don't want to do shit for you if I feel like it's not going to be worthwhile. I'm definitely that type of person. Or you ain't going to do shit with it? Yeah. Like, I like putting effort knowing it's going to go to someone. Like, why put in effort if I know it's not going to go to Yeah, man. Yeah. I feel that. And then, I guess, two would be personality. Because I feel like... I feel like I'm a great person. It does take a lot of, of of a person to bring that out of me. Because I just be in the cut sometimes. Which is, ain't nothing wrong with being in the cut sometimes. But I feel like people can't accept a nigga that's in the cut sometimes. Which is weird because you would think that would be the nigga to accept. Instead of the nigga to... Like, speaking of accepting niggas, this might be actual... Um, this might be another spin to this question. To this personality thing. Um, how their family rocks. Who cares? Because at the end of the day, like, especially you, like, they might not like you off your skin, bro. That's there's nothing you could do about that. There's not a damn thing I could do, and I'm sure that's happened to you before. I'm sure not openly, but sure. But I mean. Niggas be racist, bro. Like, I don't. Yeah. I, at the end of the day, wasn't at that, but that's crazy. But at the end of the day, as long as they, as long as they like realize that like you are making their daughter happy, and she gonna do what she wants. Nothing to say. It's not now, much do, if we yeah. have a baby, a grandbaby ain't going over there because I'm not gonna have my grandbaby over there with you teaching racist practices, especially if it's a mixed baby. Like that, don't, that sounds stupid, right? But you just hope that they don't. And I mean, if even if the I never ran into a situation where the dad didn't like me, but if I did, I could fight. So, <laughs> and, nigga, and the brother definitely gonna say shit with me. I don't care how successful or how big that nigga. Better is. hope you can shoot, because motherfuckers these days are. That's true. That's true. Especially with this. That's true. Mm. Uh, Especially in today's society. But, um, yeah, it's like, I guess, so personality is important because I, I hope that they can handle my personality and I can handle theirs, vice versa. Because it's also weird to me, like, yeah, you've seen it. I, uh, if I don't know what anyone's talking about or I don't have an opinion about it, I don't say shit. And I feel like that needs to be more normalized instead of talking out of your ass and just talking to be the sake of the conversation. In which I can talk out of my ass if it's something that I have an idea about. But if I don't, like, I don't know a lot about cars. I'm not going to sit here and speak on cars. It's, just shut the fuck up. And it's, it's weird how people like, well, why did you get so quiet? Nigga, I don't have shit to say. That's the... So- I'm not even going to go there because I'll be indicting. But I... But see... You say that happens to you. That happens to me all the time. And then I get looked at as the antisocial one, the one that's socially awkward and stuff like that. And it's like, I'm not socially awkward. It's just y'all talking about some shit I don't have an opinion on. We were all talking, and you were just sitting on your phone, like, just quietly. It's like... I, 
only reason I could slightly understand that is because it does it does look away. It looks better if you're not on your phone just because it looks like you're still in tune in the conversation. You're still a part of this. Where you like you're on your phone, it's like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not interested. Cause especially it's like if we're talking and you just pull out your phone and I'm just like, well damn, I'm just this is just not important enough, I guess. Where is my phone, matter of fact? This nigga does exactly thing I say. <laughs> can't even find it, man. Can't even fucking find it. See, we've been having a good ass conversation. I can't even find my fucking phone. That is true. Um, I would say third. Somewhere around this bitch. That third is actually hard. I don't know what's more important: is it looks or money. I said, third, I don't know what's more important, looks or money. Because I don't want to provide everything. I want to be the provider, but I don't want to be the sole provider. Unless I really got it like that. If I have it like that. Which I, we don't. Then I would. Because, I mean, in a perfect world, if I could make it to where I have a stay-at-home wife, I would love that. But, I mean, obviously, if she has a career or passion, she should do that. Fair enough. But... I just don't know if I value that more than looks. Because obviously I'm talking from a place where I think she's very attractive to where I would want this to be my companion, right? Uh, I'm going to say money. Just uh, just outside looking in where I'm at right so now. So looks is dead like fourth, dead last. Yeah. Because your looks are not going to last forever either. Fuck no, man. I mean, I'm getting uglier by the year. I feel like I'm getting more burlier by the year. Yeah, I'm just aching more. And then like my health, I guess. But this is actually the worst my skin's been. So I got to start taking care of my skin more often. Um, What's a dream that you've let go? A dream that I let go. Trying to be a fighter fighter, man. A what? <laughs> a fighter fighter. What is that? A firefighter. Oh, it said you were saying it. Say it again. I got a list. I, I, okay. Because yeah. <laughs> it was like a fighter fighter. So that's why I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? A firefighter. Um... I never had that as a goal. I thought about doing that shit. I, man, I can't say it because I'll fuck around getting indicted, but I just wouldn't want to get burned. I'm going to just leave it at that. Come on, man. It wasn't as crazy as y'all thinking. It's just, <laughs> I just didn't want to go down that rabbit hole. I just, eh. I would love to be one to protect and serve people and save people. I think I would jump in a building with fire in it, but I just don't want to get burned. I know it sounds contradicting, but uh, there's a lot of contradicting shit I do, I guess. But fuck it. I mean, who's gonna tell? Who's gonna check us? That's the fact. So you, what? Did you want to be one when you were a kid, or what? Yeah, man. I saw a motherfucker get literally crisped when uh, it was right over there on Forest, like the old fucking. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I never wanted to be a fucking fighter, firefighter. <laughs> this so stupid. So what did you want to? So what, what was the oh, dream that man. you let go? No, uh, 
I don't know. It goes back to kindergarten, man. I think it it goes back to adolescence, definitely. Oh fuck! Um, I guess you have to say skating. You know? Yeah. Damn, we were some skating ass niggas. If we had the same consistency as, if we had a mindset then like we do now, fuck, we'd probably be raw. I don't think it was a mindset thing. I just think we weren't good. Skilled ability. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was that and then just. But yeah. it's also as much as we put into the skill. No. Because we ain't nobody about to sit here and say we didn't do it. Nigga, because we had the car. Nigga, we was downtown. Nigga, we was skate all goddamn day. We at least did that shit for four hours a day. Yeah. Like. Not mind you, we were in shape because we were walking everywhere too. Had the boards, even if even if we couldn't go downtown or go anywhere else, we would be in front of your yard. Yeah, for hours on end, or Oak Park's parking lot. So it's not like from sun from sun up. It's not like we didn't have all the other neighborhood skaters come. We just wasn't. I just don't think we was that good. That's really it. Or we didn't know how to get good too, because it's like it's. Skating. I feel like it, I feel like we didn't know how to get good, because I mean, because skateboarding, skateboarding is one of those things that I feel like, and I might be alone here in this saying this. I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Skateboarding is one of those things where you could watch it, but you can't reciprocate it. It's not as easy as, oh, he did a kickflip, so I could go out there and do a kickflip. It's something you you really have to feel and also have the balls to do. Because if you see a nigga do a kickflip down a 10 set, you're not about to, oh, I could go do a kickflip down a 10 set. You can't practice that. First of all, you have to practice how to do a kickflip. Second of all, you got to practice how to get the momentum. Third of all, you got to practice how to do that shit down a flight of stairs. And 10 set is not no regular At minimum, as a pro, you expect to do 10. Right, shit. <laughs> you're so, expected to do ten. So that's just not something you can reciprocate like that. And mind you, it didn't fucking help that niggas was playing skate. Niggas was playing skate. Niggas was playing Thug One, Thug Two, coming off your house. All the fucking skate DVDs on the Project floor. Watching skate, like yeah, that that shit was just yeah. That was that was a good dream. That was one of those things I wish I stuck with as far as keeping in the loop. Because I would love to, like, the more more getting all the shit that I got this year, I would love to interview somebody with the skate shit. Well, fuck, let's interview our boy, my my boy, Layton. You got him on a podcast? Does he do skating? Yeah, he's he's a damn good skater. Oh, shit. Yeah, that'd be dope. Shout out to Layton. We'll we'll get you on there pretty soon, bro. Um I guess with me with me I have two. Obviously football. Um just because nothing scratched the itch that football. Looking back at it, it's weird too, because like I kind of regret it in a sense. I definitely feel like the effects of CTE sometimes. But um, I just haven't had anything that I loved like football. 
that I was passionate about. Like, I knew I knew niggas' colleges that was in the league. That had nothing to do with nothing. Like, that statistic did not matter at all. Because once niggas is in the league, niggas is just in the league. Um, but, yeah, that was, that was the thing that I did all day, every day, growing up as a kid. I uh, had the arm strength, had the talent. I just – that word potential fucked me up because I always thought the potential meant more than something – than what it was. But potential is just – Establishing like, hey, like you got the concept down. Now you gotta apply it, and I just never applied it as much as I should have. So that's all my fault. Uh, that's all my fault. And potential is the only thing that motherfuckers will grade you on what you could be. But then the potential potential is enough for you to change your life or fuck up your life at the same time. And that's what it did to me. It fucked up my life because I thought I was good enough because I had potential. But obviously, my field view was super small. Um, and another, I guess, dream that I let go was this podcast. I feel like we could have made it work when it was Arizona. I don't think it would have been that hard. But just being consistent with this podcast, we was getting good numbers. We was getting like 100 on SoundCloud. Niggas ain't rap at all. <laughs> uh, so... I definitely think if we would have stayed consistent with this five years, that we would have had a bigger podcast and we've been in a better situation. Um, so I do regret letting go of that. But uh, here's a question for you: Is there any family traditions that you would like to maintain? Family traditions I like to maintain for when you have a family. <clears throat> for when I have my kids, man. My mom is 62 right now. So I know for a fact, whether it be like within the next two, three years, somebody going to have to learn how to make this fucking <laughs> this uh, sweet potato pie. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to fucking. <laughs> well, damn sure it's not going to be Carl. So it's going to have to be me. I so did she, not. She, she's she's she hasn't expressed. She hasn't like like full on said that, but she's expressed that. She was like, you know, Carl can't cook, right? I was like, yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> that so shit like, is hilarious. As far as Thanksgiving goes, yeah, I'm gonna be have to be the the nigga up in the kitchen. So. Yeah, there's that. So, and let's see, traditions, traditions. There's going to be at least one. There's going to be at least one, one fucking Yankee fan in my family, in in my in in my family, because they're because my brother's a Yankee fan, my nephew's a Yankee fan, my niece is a Yankee fan. Mom is literally the only Red Sox fan in the whole fucking immediate family. Pops was White Sox. You know how Pops was. Chicago. So, like. <laughs> the only family tradition that I. I'm only allowing White Sox or Yankees. Like I said, like you got to disown your family. <laughs> no, nah, you just ain't going to be around me come playoffs on. <laughs> or football time, whatever the sport may be. That's funny. Uh, the only tradition that I really 
care about having and want to have. It's just that Sunday tradition of like one of the family members cook out type shit. Uh, and family members come over. Uh, hopefully I have a house big enough to do that because I'm not trying to have everybody in my house and it's shit small. Like, but shit. Yeah, I just just want to have that family Sunday tradition, and then maybe maybe have a reunion. Cause I would say out of my immediate cousins, obviously one passed. One's in Arizona. It's only really. Dude, my my re, my family reunions be like we waiting on detox. We used to have one every It'd be year. like ten to fifteen years. We used to have one every year, but you know, obviously COVID fucked that up. And then also, what's another weird thing too is like, there's some family members who like don't really believe in the vaccine like that. So. I don't, you know I mean, I don't know how that's going to be with niggas wearing masks, niggas not wearing masks. I don't, I don't even know if we're going to have one type shit now because it's like niggas ain't really rocking with that. Niggas there's a really group, trying. there's a group, handful group of family members on my mom's side that are conservative. So, yeah, you you, you see how that that will go. So that's also like a kind of like a uh, what are we doing type shit, right? <laughs> but yeah, that's really it. Um, because it's like I would love for my family. Like I'm now, I'm talking from the perspective of like I'm the dad, I have a wife and kid. I would love for my family to. Be able to go to church on Sunday Is that going to be realistic for me Probably not But I would love like that kind of tradition That's really it Maybe family dinners Can't really Cause I, I want I want I want my family to feel like They could talk to me I don't want them oh, to yeah. f- feel like Like kind of how Kind of how I I don't really want to say I felt this way, but like if I had to self diagnose now that I'm older and like people talk about mental health and shit like that, I don't want to feel like is this conversation worthwhile? Like I feel these things, my feelings are validated, but can I go to my parents and tell them how I feel exactly verbatim? Especially how we had old blue collar ass parents like we do, where everything's just as black and white, and I'm like. Like I feel Fuck sad. You sad for. Fuck you, like. I don't know. This shit hard. I'm trying, and I don't want to be a disappointment. Which I don't never feel like I really was a disappointment. How my parents? Because I mean, shit, keep it stacked. Which they probably could have been kicked my ass out, but they didn't. I'm also paying some. Like it's not like I'm not. I'm not living it free. But I wish been a lot cheaper. But like with, with them. Yeah, I, there's times where I'm just like, there's not even a point in explaining this shit to you because I know you niggas ain't gonna get it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want my kids to feel that way. It's just kind of demoralizing, has 
as I think about it, as I'm older now, and how we were just disregarded by black parents. <laughs> Not saying that they didn't do their best, though, because damn they. I mean, I think it, I think it just came from a point of like they didn't know what to do. Because also, like... That falls on generations and decades. Sure, but at the same time, it's also like... Damn, you swiping left on everything, ain't you? Make it relax. But, like... It also fell on the fact that, like... It was always some temporary shit. So that's why I can't really fault them for feeling the way that they did, because, like... I'm sad about this thing in high school. I'm sad that this girl didn't like me back. Probably not going to talk to that girl in five years. Turns out, nigga was right. It's been eight. So, like, like I said, a lot of shit just be temporary. So, at the same time, I can see why a black household is like, why are you worried about this when you got A through Z to worry about? They're just too, they're just too stern in how they go about it because it's just like, they get it now because they listen, They didn't listen to the OGs now in this position that they're in where, you know, I wish I did listen to the OGs, but I'm thinking I got time. Sure enough, time is of the essence. Yeah, man. It's crazy shit, man, that we've grown up with. But I wouldn't change a damn thing about my parents, man. Really? I was just honestly, I was just about to ask you that too. That's funny. Uh, Trump twenty twenty four. Swipe left. <laughs> Do you? So you wouldn't change anything? Okay, apart from my dad's uh, drug, my uh, drink, his drinking habits and coke habits. And weed habits. Um, verbal abuse. Other than that, he was a cool cat. <laughs> That's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot to pass on to me. But, um. Does that shit get passed, though? We learn habits as we. from our environment. But, I mean, you were self-aware by the time you probably figured all that shit out. No. How old were you when you figured all that shit out? Well, let's see. I was 24 when he died. And when my mom told me that he was still doing cocaine six months after he died... We'll say about 24. So that's when you figured out that he had those bad habits. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You were old enough to realize that drugs are bad. And but I was also thing. naive to not see it. Because I was driving them to the motherfucking places every day. I mean, 
Is it naive if you don't say? I guess now that I think about it, it if he is like pulling up to a friend's house, goes inside, comes out real quick, and like, I right, we go. I can see that, but it's like if you don't really know what the fuck he's doing, like I'm just, I was just dropping him off to places, and that was it. And you just didn't come back. Tell me, pick him up like at midnight or something. Oh. I mean. Yeah, I guess looking. Mind you, this is my life, by the way. This is like (laughs) this is this ain't no like cover up. I'm not ashamed, man. Mm. I was helping my dad with his habits. Yeah, because I guess you can't really say no. Like, no, nigga, not taking you. But yeah, even after all that, man, I wouldn't change a thing about pops. I uh I guess due to naiveness I wouldn't change nothing about my dad cuz I don't really know too much about that nigga but uh I guess I would change what I would like with the my mom having cancer thing I didn't really step up like I was supposed to but that was also it was it's a hard thing to see. It's a it's a hard thing to see somebody that you care. Okay, that for some reason it looked like someone was still in your leg. That's what I was like, what the fuck is that? No, bro, that's just like this is like it's starting to scab up. Yeah, I see it now. It honestly it looked like it was like a still blade. Like somebody took a fucking chunk of out of my fucking leg. That's what it looked like. That's what it felt like. It looked like there was still a blade in that hole. But um to go back to what I was saying real quick, uh, yeah, when my mom had cancer, it's it's obviously hard to see a person you care so verily about that's in a position to where they're helpless in the on, in a hospital bed. And I'm also six. I'm also seventeen. So like, you know, MTV when I was seventeen was out, shit like that. Like it, like that's a prime year, I guess, if you will. And so it was. I didn't cope with my feelings, I guess. I just really didn't like seeing my mom in the hospital. I would visit her, but if I visited my grandma every week just to talk to her, and my grandparents every week to talk to them, I'd visit my mom in the hospital maybe once a month, maybe twice a month. Just because it was like I didn't like seeing her like that. Like There was not shit I could do. So obviously, you know, my mom... She doesn't really have nothing to look forward to because she's in a hospital bed. She can't get up. She has cancer. She would ask about me, especially to my dad, which my dad was holding it down, and that's the reason that I was living by myself for all that period of time because that nigga would not come home. That nigga would just go to work, work his 9-to-9 job. Well, not 9-to-9 job, but it's like 7-to-7 job. Get off and go straight to the hospital. Then we had our fights, our arguments, and then that nigga still the only quote that I remember verbatim from this nigga, word for word, bar for bar. Nigga was like, "Yo, if I'm ever in the hospital, don't come and visit." Because of that shit with my mom, so yeah, that's on me. I'm getting older, and I learned now. That obviously you don't go to the hospital because you're in pain. You go in the hospital to visit the person that's in pain that you care about. Just to give them that moral support. Just to give them that peace if it's too late. Just just to help them out. 
And I would say I was young. I was I was young. Maybe if I had, I guess it's weird because I don't want to. I don't want to put the blame on them because it was my fault. But if I, I guess if I had that household that was understanding about feelings, that you could talk to them about feelings, they would talk about it. But like I said, like I had that blue collar family, so my dad was just like, "Nigga, like." My dad puts everything in perspective of like, nigga, I don't want to do this shit. I don't have a choice. Like with my grandpa. That nigga made sure every day that my grandma wasn't alone, whether it was him or his brothers. Like that nigga was like, I don't have a choice. This is what I have to do. This is my life. It's like, damn, I feel that. So, yeah, I don't think I would change anything with my dad. Just off the strength that, uh. A lot of our relationship is, stems off of me and my decisions. Because, like I said, that nigga's just, just blue-collar. He's just like, all right, nigga. He'd break it down like I'm slow, but he'd just be like, nigga, if that's what you want to do. I don't agree with the shit, but you grown, nigga. You I think it. you actually need to tap into your pops' emotions a little bit. I think you actually need to know that nigga. Like, you actually need to fight him a little bit, strangle him a little bit. I did one time, and then he came back and got me and called me a nigga. And my dad's using the nigga, like, nigga, like, seven times in my life. So, like, the fact that one of those times was, like, he, like, choked me out. I was like, nigga. Because like, he was pissed. I swear to God, I learned, like, a tutorial. Like, I was watching UFC, and somebody gave a pointer on a chokehold, and I choked that nigga out. And then he did the, like, dog shit. That nigga was pissed. He got on the ground. That nigga really choked me out. He's to beat this nigga's ass. That nigga was pissed, but, um, I mean, shit, he's like you in a sense. If I go and try to talk to this nigga and that nigga don't tell me nothing, I can't get it out of this nigga. Because then he'll look at me like, nigga, what you looking for? Yeah, but he's a square, though. I mean, uh, He will fuck you up. You got to stop talking about him like this. I've seen my dad fuck people up. I'm not lying, like. He likes you. He don't want to fuck you up, but he said, I will fuck him up because he keeps talking about me. Good. I want to see that album. No, I don't. Because <laughs> then I'm uh, putting the yeah. predicament. Been there before with another pop, so. Because if he drops we'll go with the second one. <laughs> if he dropped you, I got to pick you up. But if you drop him, I got to drop you because you drop my pops. I can't have my nigga drop my pops. It's crazy. Why not? What the fuck? That's the nigga I look up to. You got to live with him, too. Exactly. <laughs> Oh fuck, man! That's that smoker's cough right there, boy. It's that everything cough. I'm into everything. (laughs) That's that's that nigga. Help me drink fluids. Help. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, I live with that nigga. You don't. I'm not rolling for that. I felt some type of way when one of my homies beat my dad at basketball. That nigga used to beat me, so I was pissed. I was looking at this nigga. I was like, I know you only 5'9", but nigga, dunk on that nigga or something. What the fuck? <laughs> He's little. Stop it. <laughs> you're 5'11". Like, you're barely taller than this nigga. I can say the same for you. I'm taller than you. Barely. Still taller. Okay. 
so I'm still taller. All right, you got to stop. First of all, all right, all right. If we if we talk about family members, I don't even want to do this. But you 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 got to stop talking about that nigga. Like you, how do I want to say this? How do I want to say this? How do I want to paraphrase? How do you want to say it? Because I, right, I feel like my dad would give you more trouble than Carla would give me trouble. What? I feel like my dad would give you more trouble than Carl would give me trouble. Yeah, because he's kind of softened up a bit since he's been out. I forgot that nigga got like that. But I, I just feel like you underselling my dad. And that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, I know he's DMX type of nigga inside. He's like, like you know how Inuyasha, you know, you sometimes when he turns into like he turns human, back he into like his human state. Say my dad got a demon state. Yeah. Actually, so fun story. Um, one of my uncles. He might be a Shoshomaru, honestly. This nigga. Like where he's there But you really don't want to fuck with him Cause you know like <laughs> That nigga just do his own thing But so funny story Like so my This is like the time that I obviously I, was, I wasn't preconceived at all But My uncle and my dad That's his oldest brother They uh, They go to Hoover And my dad's supposed to fight somebody And it's just a few blocks away so my uncle was the fastest kid in the school at the time. So he's like, all right, if my brother's going to go fight, I'm going to go, you know, chase this nigga down. And he's like, I'm four blocks away. I'm the fastest nigga. I'll get there in no time. And so they tell him, they're telling my uncle that the fight's about to start. And when I tell you that my uncle ran up there and, like, mind you, it's just four blocks away. So it's not too, too far, especially if you're running and if you're athletic and in shape. So my uncle runs up there. And niggas are leaving. And then everybody, got, he's like all confused. He's like, yo, what, what y'all niggas doing? Like, wasn't my brother supposed to fight? Yeah, he beat his ass. He beat the niggas' ass that fast? Like, yeah, bro. <laughs> Folded that nigga. Like, it wasn't much of a fight. The shit only lasted like 20 seconds. <laughs> and my uncle was pissed. He's like, yo, I ran up here. I'm the fastest kid in school. And you beat this nigga's ass in like 20 seconds? Like, yeah. Everybody was going home. Like, I guess my dad was already heading that way. So I was just like, damn. That nigga beat him up that fast? What the fuck? Is he doing that now or is he shooting? He might do both. <laughs> he might shoot first and then beat your ass. My dad would be a little too excited with that gun. He even got one of those posters. He got one of those posters. I don't know. I, I, he, like I said, I think my dad is in the car. He's in a car club. He's in a biker gang. This nigga's just doing a lot. Because he even got one of those posters that I don't call the police. I shoot. All right, nigga. First of all, they're looking inside your window if they see this. This is how close this fucking thing is. Like, they already look inside, nigga. Like, and don't this nigga realize he a nigga? <laughs> but I mean, shit, he don't call the cops regardless, so he might just shoot. But, yeah, if I had to change anything with my mom... I don't know if I touched on that already, but I'd say make her more loving. I'd be trying to say I love you to my mom, give her a hug, kiss her, and she's like, fuck you, get off. Mind you, that's the only time she'd be strong as shit, too. I, I, I'm the same way. 
but niggas ain't going to be here. And that's the type of shit I'd be, I'd be pissed you said a tear for me. Sometimes I try to say I love you and I try to give you a hug. You going to push me off like I ain't shit. Why? Especially with you. No. Why? Fuck y'all. Why is everybody like that? Uh-huh. All nigga trying to do is love people and support people. But everybody want to act like a dickhead to me. You ain't black enough to be. I ain't black enough to be what? To be hard like like that. You just got you got to have that extra skin to you. The fuck does that mean? What? Tough skin. I'm not black enough for tough skin? Nope. How the fuck not? You're just talking about love. What is wrong with that? I don't love you. Yeah, I... I don't. You don't. I see you as an acquaintance. And honestly, I'm probably not crying at your funeral. You're capping on the podcast. No, because I probably wouldn't go to the funeral. Because you probably would cry if you fucking saw me in a casket. No, not really. You wouldn't cry if you saw me in the casket. No. Why not? Like right now? Yes. Uh, probably, probably not. So, the 20... Later, later if we ever get older, probably, yeah. Why not now? I, so, I, I've moved down the ladder just with a podcast, 20 years of friendship. Having your back, always being there. I've moved down the ladder just to acquaintance. What? I've moved down the ladder to just acquaintance. To where you wouldn't cry at my funeral. You wouldn't go to my funeral. As far as feelings go? As far as those type of feelings go? Yeah. And you don't think that's on you? No, because what the fuck's wrong with me? I'm not the one dead. I'm not even talking about that. That was a wild thing to say. I'm not even talking about that aspect. I'm talking about uh, the aspect of that if you don't share shit with me, how am I supposed to know what's going on? About what? Just in general, nigga. You you know all you need to know. I feel like that might be capped. tell you who I'm with most of the time you get snapchats <laughs> who I'm with yeah but that don't mean I know what's going on in your life just off a of snap oh uh, my life is detrimental <laughs> that's what I'm saying but I'm saying as your best friend I only I only can know what you tell me Brent doesn't even know just off the snapchats alone Brent literally snapchats me like clockwork at seven. At 7.35 every single day. That is true. That nigga do Snapchat me a lot. Why? That's my nigga. I fuck with Brent, but he be, he be Snapchatting with me. I do not care. Why is 7 o'clock? <laughs> That's crazy. just how we're wired man black people are not meant to show much emotions until it's bottled up then we have to show them and then we and then we look crazy 
I also think it's a it's a it's a want thing. Yeah, I, yeah, like I don't want to cry for you. You don't want to cry for your best friend of twenty plus years. No. Why not? Because. Nick, if you're not gonna, because I would rely, cause I would think, I would think more of the good times of the memories than I would think of actually being there physically and looking at you. I think that's harder to do when you're actually doing it though. Cause I thought the same shit. I I actually had that same mindset to a T and nigga, I looked at my grandpa once. Couldn't look at him twice. And when I, me and my grandpa were, I would say we're close, but I'm obviously closer to you because I, I talk to you more. Friend, I got to, listen. I got three friends that I've seen that I grew up with, that we grew up with in high school that I've seen in the casket. Did you cry for them? I didn't. You didn't go to their funeral. Did you go to their funeral? Yeah, I went to their funeral. I went to their op- their wake, but I don't know. I couldn't be there for like an actual funeral. funeral. And we went to their high. When they went to our high school, yeah. I only one comes to mind. Yeah, only I'm. The rest, the other two, I'm drawing a blank on. You might have to tell me after. But one comes to mind because I've. I said after air. But one comes to mind, but that's that's you know, I wanna say like a month later I stayed on that couch. Nigga had turned me nigga had the nerve to tell me they cleaned it. I was like, nigga, I'm I'm sleeping on the floor. That shit's crazy. It's all disinfected. <laughs> Out of pocket. So but anyway, next topic. Let's wrap this up, man. It's, we're starting to draw blanks. Uh, well, actually, real quick, last thing on that one. Is there a funeral you would cry at then? What? Is there a funeral you would cry at then? That woman, Kathy Sellers. Mm. Probably, I'm not. I don't even know if I'll be here for that one, though. I don't even know. How, and that's just me speaking truth. I don't even know if I if I want to go to that one. Yeah, that 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 would be a hard one. Okay, that would be a hard. One. When she goes, I'm out. Like out of here. I, I I might I'll probably be fucked up that day. Um so out of the main topics 
You want to talk about Des Moines Burroughs or you want to talk about R. Kelly? <laughs> well, let's get this R. Kelly out the way. This nigga. So he got charged on all nine accounts. Some of his victims were underage. He had this like sex dungeon, sex operation. They even charged him with sex trafficking, which I don't know if that this man had a platoon shipping out <laughs> females or whatever. His attorney compared him to MLK and even quoted MLK. In the courtroom. I don't know why. Let me guess. He's white, isn't he? I I hope not. For his sake, I hope not. For his sake. Because as soon as that attorney. As soon as. If I was in that courtroom and I was jury duty. duty and that nigga compared R. Kelly to MLK. I'm like, oh, he's going to jail. I'm not rolling. Anything you say after that, I'm not rolling. And um, there's fans playing R. Kelly outside the courtroom, saying R. Kelly's free. It's so weird how you have to separate the art from the artist. Art repeats reality, man. Hey, art imitates reality. That's such a sick nigga. This was literally this was literally an episode. 16 years ago. Damn, has it been 16 years since the Boondocks aired? I don't know the quite time frame, but I know that that R. Kelly episode was like one-to-one. It was so spot on. R. Kelly has a master lock stranglehold on niggas that will forever... That will forever be be obliged and hold to for whatever reason. Like, I don't know why we love him so much. I think he had a dungeon, bro. Like, I don't. And, and then also, I hate people that victim blame for shit like that. Like, you, if you get trapped, bro, it's hard to get out. November 6, 2005, so. So when it first aired? Yeah. That was actually the second episode, so it probably is what, still in that month. So about 16 years. Like, that. R. Kelly is sick, nigga. Like, that nigga needs so much help. And I don't think he's going to get that. And I just feel like that nigga going to get locked away forever. How old is R. Kelly? He's like 50, 52, 53. Somewhere around the mid-50s. When that nigga... Ain't no turning back. You good. You done. When that nigga said that he wanted to marry his mom, that should have been a red flag. When that nigga said that he would purposely, because I guess his you know family was down bad, they didn't have that much money and stuff like that, so they had to share cups. And his mom would have a cup of coffee, and she would take the first sip, and then her brothers and sisters would follow after that. I remember that interview. His mom would wear red lipstick, so she would leave a stain on the cup, and this nigga would drink from that side of the cup. end of the cup. That should have been red flag. When that nigga made Trapped in the Closet, 37 chapters, that should have been a red flag. When that nigga was calling himself the Pied Piper. That should have been a red flag. When that nigga was playing freaky ass music, 
And then making gospel music. Hand in hand, back to back. That should have been a red flag. When that nigga was married to Aaliyah, who was underage. She was definitely 15. And he was like 30-something. That should have been a red flag. And I just figured out that one of Aaliyah's covers, that nigga's blurred out in the background. Because who else got a milk done head with a goatee that she fucked with? <laughs> that should have been a red flag. Like, bro. And then when that nigga was doing a concert just recently and just letting females just touch all up on his meat. Just touch it. Nigga didn't flinch. Nigga didn't move the hand. Nigga didn't just sat there. Wiped himself off with his washcloth. That should have been a red flag. That nigga need help. Lock that nigga up, though. He keep him inside forever. But help that nigga. Hopefully he can get some goddamn clarity. Because this nigga... Somebody... You know, dark humor is dark. Dark humor is dark humor. Somebody said if R. Kelly can fly, then that would be this time to fly. Yeah. And then I thought... <laughs> Fair enough. I thought... I was like, how the fuck he gonna fly into prison? Because it's not like he get through the gate. Or the <laughs> bars. So I was like, I don't think... how I don't know how worthwhile that would be. But... Yeah, get this nigga the fuck up out of here, man. Also, frats, get these niggas the fuck up out of here. Because them niggas is drugging and assaulting women. And that shit ain't cool. Also, with frats and, like, frat parties, the stigmatism of, like, oh, who you know, how you get in here, da-da-da-da. I've never, like, not to be, like, not to bring race into this, but, like, a white frat, I don't know what they do. I legitimately don't know what they do. I think the only thing to do is to throw parties that people will fuck with so you could be popular in a brotherhood, I guess. But it's just pretty much, I think it's like it's just like a social group. If you're not on the athletics, if you're not in the club, probably join a frat. And if they don't dance, they don't have no pride, no sigma, alta, beta, whatever the fuck. Niggas is weird. Niggas do weird shit and a lot of frats are under fire because they're drugging and raping these women and as they should be under fire for that right yeah so if they trying to get rid of frats I don't know if they will but I think frats need to be under more scrutiny in my honest opinion so if Des Moines have boroughs cause what New York has five boroughs Manhattan Bronx Staten Island, Brooklyn. Fuck, what's the other one? I should know this. I wouldn't say Harlem because Harlem's part of Manhattan. Fucking what am I missing? Hold on. I said Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Queens, duh, yeah. So, I thought about I, I thought I think about this lo- a lot, considering, you know, I'm a New Yorker at heart. So, 
where we grew up, Highland Park, Northside. <clears throat> I, how it's mapped out now and how it looks now, I would consider it, honestly, we're some Harlem niggas. I would say Northside, <laughs> Northside Des Moines is Harlem. So we're like Mason. So we're like Mason Cameron. I, I would say downtown is more Brooklyn. Anything on University and anything on Forest is definitely Bronx. Anything past Sixth Avenue Bridge is Bronx. <laughs> mm. Queens. I thought you were going to do it as like not compared to New York, but like these are the five boroughs. Cities. Well, those are the five boroughs. You got Highland Park, Northside, and then you got pretty much like the downtown area, like Sherman Hill, like this area, Ingersoll. Then you got Southside, Des Moines. A, that might be Queens, actually. <laughs> um, Eastside, Des Moines, Pleasant Hill. I guess you could count Pleasant Hill. Being a part of Des Moines. Let's see what else. Mm. West Side, Clive, Windsor Heights. The West Side is technically Force. I'm from the North Side, Highland Park. Born and raised, born and resigned. You too. I'm not from there. For legal reasons, I'm not from there right now. <laughs> the look that Brian just gave me. Niggas still like to drive by my house. I don't like that shit at all. Yeah, man. But, yeah, that's how I, that's how I like to think of us. And... Albany would be actually, you know, suburban area, you know, just like, you know, just a little like neighborhood, like, like clean suburban white neighborhood. Albany would actually be Pleasant Hill. All the east side of Staten Island. <laughs> you think that's nicer than West Des Moines? You go hand in hand. Especially like Waukee. Oh my god, Waukee. Waukee's becoming something brand new. Like that shit gonna be. Waukee's like Buffalo. Mm. We're like way out there. That's, that's actually. That's probably a great comparison, actually. See? I was on to something with that one. I guess this is more so hard for me because it's like, obviously, I don't know New York like that. So I was just thinking so like Des Moines thing. But I guess Des Moines would have to be split in five boroughs just because of how big it is. Versus the We're small but we're big, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Well actually But I, yeah, Des Moines is split into like because like I said, north side, then you got downs, then you got east side, then you got south side, and then you got like, you know. Cause technically before our time I, was, I think it's my grandma's time. Or it might actually no, because it might have been my uncle's time. So our uncle, my uncle's time, it was technically six schools. Because central, 
Central was, was Des Moines Tech. Yeah, yeah. man. So, and literally, you could be split, you could like be from six. any side and go to that school. There, yeah, because pops went to Des Moines middle. Tech for a while, and then he went to North. Because, like, yeah, I mean, like, when you really think about it, you can split that shit six ways. That's how big that shit was, which is kind of insane. Because it sits, like, right, in, right, like, directly in downtown, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, like, it's weird how, like, each of them have, like, outside of downtown, like, if you don't count tech, each of them have, like, a buddy system. Like, we're, like, it's, like, North Ankeny, like, East Pleasant Hill, like Roosevelt, West Des Moines, Clive, Hoover, Urbandale, Johnston, like, and then Lincoln, like, Southside, Indianola, shit like that. Yeah. I I drew a blank. I was like, what the fuck is on the south? Is Norwalk the closest thing? Yeah, Norwalk on the south side. No. Just right past. You go right past the airport. You're basically in Norwalk. Okay, yeah, fair enough. See, you know, like, like that. It's weird how they all had that borrowing system. So yeah, yeah. it made sense why there's so many schools too, because it's like. I don't think there's not a out. Eh. No, all of them would be a commute. Honestly, if I didn't go to North, like all of them would be a mission. Maybe not so much Hoover or East, but other two, other two for sure would be a mission. But. Honestly, from where we lived, who lived East would have been completely out of the way, honestly. Think so? We have to drive past North. <laughs> All right, well, I was thinking that you go, like, the top of my street, and then you just take that road all the way down, and then you turn right, you just, just go straight, just right at East. Try explaining that to our parents. Be like, nigga, you right down the street. Actually, that's a you know what? You spin some actual facts, bro. Because I was trying to go everywhere but north. I remember I was telling one of my homies you in was. middle school. Because uh, I, I was right. Because most of all our niggas went to east, so we was trying to go to east too. At least I was. I just wasn't trying to go north. <laughs> Fair enough. Just because it was like. I think the year before was 08 flood. Yeah. That school year. Niggas was telling me we wasn't having books. Niggas didn't know how we was going to learn some shit. I'm over here like, yo, we ain't, we ain't have no books. How the fuck we finna, <laughs> the fuck we finna study? Niggas was telling me that, like, yo, you can't wear a white shirt. can't wear a black shirt. can't wear any color shirt. I'm just like, yo, I'm going to have to buy mad pink. <laughs> I'm like, I'm... I'm not getting fights with niggas because I'm wearing pink. I'm like, man, what kind of shit is this? This is some bullshit. And then, obviously, North had this terrible rap that niggas would trash at every sport. So I was just not looking forward to it. My mom said, get looking forward to it. So. (laughs) How did your pop feel about it? I know she wasn't talking concerned. She went to Southeast Poe for like two years. Then went to North for two years. The rest of the two. Outside of people probably treating her like shit, I bet she enjoyed Southeast Poe better. Fuck yeah, she did. She was like, yo, we was in all... She was in volleyball. She was in fucking... uh, She played volleyball and she uh, was in track. Which is how she met my pops. Because it was like a... 
like an intermediate school track. Yeah, like, you know how all the schools come yeah, together in tracks. Yeah. So, yeah. Because your, your dad do rugby? My dad was in track football. Because there's that fo- one picture where that nigga ain't got no neck and he just all yeah. shoulders. <laughs> and he's like holding a rugby ball. I remember that. That's probably his most fire picture. Because everything else was just an old yeah. piece of pose. <laughs> but um, if you, I guess, yeah. I don't know, but anyway, it's kind of fun looking at Des Moines as like a like we have our own little boroughs, you know? I'm assuming any other state looks at their shit like that. But, you know, fuck them other states. Yeah, because yeah, I, I guess if you say Des Moines, it's weird, too, because it's like outside of West Des Moines that's actually called West Des Moines. Everybody just says Des Moines. Like, oh, where are you from? I'm from Des Moines. Yeah, and the crazy thing about it is, like, when you look at Des Moines, like, into, like, if you go deeper, like, like I'd be, like, because I'd be curious. I'd just be looking at, like, like through, like, the global, like, Snapchat thing. It'd be saying Sherman Hill, Des Moines, or, like, Highland Park, Des Moines, or, like, like. Is it really? Yeah, like, uh, Windsor Heights, like, West Des Moines and stuff like that. Hmm. So, like, it's kind of crazy to think about, like, there's actual boroughs here, man. I, uh, yeah, I've always just said Des Moines. I might say north side is out. You know how everybody in Atlanta be always saying, I'm from north side, the west side, the south side. So I might say that shit if I ever get popping. But See, there'd be, like, so you got Sherman Hill up here, and then you got. We're looking at the Snapchat map currently. Like Highland Park all the way up here. Sailor yeah. all the way up here. You know, it's actually funny that you hide your location, too. Yeah, fuck that. I ain't trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas will catch me in a lie. Like, nigga, where you at? Nigga, don't worry about it. Nigga, I see you on a Snapchat, man. Right. It's like a neat feature, but it's also a creep feature, too. Also, it didn't help that they're, like, I seen on college Snapchats where it'd be the one white girl emoji and three brothers. See, East Village, Des Moines, like, Court District, Des Moines, like, all of that, man. Yeah, but I guess, yeah, it's just, it's always fascinating how, like, like, boom, I got homies from California because, obviously, the FGC and shit like that. But them niggas be like, oh, I'm from SoCal. Like, they will split California up. They won't just say I'm from California. They just be like, I'm from SoCal, I'm from NorCal. California is basically just three states in one anyway. But nobody ever says I'm from Central Cal. You know, you could probably you could probably drive through California for like two days. Like it'll probably take you two days to drive through completely, like from top to bottom. You know how long it takes to go from Iowa horizontal? A day. Well, no, not not even a day. If you had to guess. Horizontal wise? Yeah. So like starting from like Minnesota border. No, that'd be up. No, that'd be like North Dakota or South Dakota. Wanted, wanted I'm saying if you 
All right, to give you perspective, going from Council Bluffs, which is all the way west, to, like, Dubuque, which is all the way east. Yeah, so horizontal. So from this side, from, like, Omaha to this way. If You're only in Iowa, so let me say Council Bluffs. Council Bluffs to, like, Dubuque. That's about a day drive. Because it takes four. From Des Moines to from Des Moines to Davenport, that's about four hours. It's about three. If you're flying. It's three. I did it. That's why I'm also asking this question. I, I did it for work, too, so. It's only three. Depends on what time of day you're going. Because I went at 7 o'clock in the morning. I went at five and it took three. Anyway, but yeah, it's about a day. No, it's only five hours. Because you figure from Council Bluffs, which is all the way, like you're, I can walk across the street. I'm in Omaha. Council Bluffs is two. You even said yourself that Omaha is really two when we had that argument. So like you could you could fly that and make that an hour and a half if you really want to, and then get to Des Moines. I could fly to Omaha, make it an hour. And that's a half. what I'm saying. So like, if you get to Des Moines, that's an hour and a half, two hours. Then you go to Dubuque. But I don't think you're factoring in traffic though. That's with traffic and construction and all the bullshit that we be having in Iowa. So how do you figure that you could fly an hour and a half if it's a two hour drive? If you're not considering that, what? I said, how do you factor in that that's an hour and a half drive if you're not considering that already? If you're flying. Are we talking about the whole state of fucking Iowa? I said horizontal, yeah, all the way through. Dude, that's a day. Why are you saying that's a day? That's eight hours. It's fine. I've done it. From Council Bluffs, I went from Council Bluffs to Dubuque in a day, and it only took five hours. I bet you it didn't take five hours. Yes. I promise you it didn't take five hours. I swear to God. All right. I'm saying solely just you go from this point to that point. I'm not saying it from a point of like you're pausing in between. Yeah, I know that. You think that it takes eight hours? It's not taking no. At most, at most, it's taking seven. Because mm. when I went from Council Bluffs, so I dropped off my homie, right? Shout out to my nigga Trayvon. I dropped him off in Dubuque, right? We went from Council Bluffs to Des Moines, sat and ate for a little bit. Then went from Des Moines to Dubuque. That took about five hours. Five five hours and 30 minutes, if you want to be technical, from the road standpoint. Because I probably, to be honest with you, I probably kept most of my time in that Council Bluffs to Des Moines drive. Maybe. I don't know. If I had to look at either the drive, I'd probably say I'd cut more time in that one. Then I went from Des Moines to Dubuque. And then I had to go back. And then that's what took wrong. Because that took me eight hours to do all that. Driving-wise, I was in the car for eight hours because I went from there to there to Des Moines to Dubuque to Dubuque to Des Moines. 
Now, going back from Dubuque to Des Moines was probably a terrible fucking idea because nigga was groggy. Nigga was groggy. I ain't got no cap. <laughs> nigga definitely fell asleep in Altoona a little bit. Almost died, but, you know. It happens you didn't. Hmm? It happens you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas definitely. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, that's that's a five and a half hour drive. Especially, I didn't speed. I only went like eighty or ninety. Pussy. I just uh, I'm not a speeder. I'm not a speeder too because I gotta check my surroundings and. I ain't trying to be on the final destination shit. And you black. Hmm. Anything to say for the closing statement of this podcast, Tyler? Uh, be yourself throughout life. And no matter what you do, as you get older, continue to find yourself and continue to be the person that you were made to be. And don't take no bullshit no matter what you do. No matter who says it. Yeah. That's all I have to say. And if you're in the Des Moines area, please come hang with me this weekend. You know, it's a a celebration of life. It's a celebration of Libra. (laughs) So, yeah. Just anywhere downtown? Just anywhere down. I'm going to be all over the place. You know how I do. Just hit my line if you need me. Um, I'll be intoxicated, as usual. Yeah, hopefully. I come to you guys Thursday. I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about, but especially with our guests. I might start thinking that it was hard to find topics today. But hopefully you did enjoy this podcast. Give you a longer one, and we're going to give you one on Thursday. Be sure to subscribe to the anchor.fm. Oh, I want to say, too, I'm buying a truck at the end of the year. Good, man. You can help me move the fuck out and move some shit around. I'm buying a semi-truck. Like I said, you can help me move some shit around. You think I'm going to use a semi-truck to move some shit? Yeah. You going to pay me? I'll see what I can do. All right, we'll talk about it. I might uh, be on a business adventure with one of the homies because I'm trying to make some bread. And not do shit at the same time. But same. Uh, so I'm thinking about doing that. Hopefully, I get that credit increase. I get that credit increase. I know, cat. If I get that credit increase, where I think that I could potentially get it from doing the numbers of the simulation, <clears throat> niggas might get an apartment in October. No cap. I might just start looking and just say fuck it and just use the credit card. I ain't gonna max the bitch out though. I promise y'all. I'm not gonna do that. I'll fuck around work double before I max it out. Um. Yeah, so hopefully that good news happens. You know, my birthday's coming up as well. I don't know what the fuck I want or want to do for my birthday. Probably nothing. We'll worry about that in Scorpio season. But, I mean, until next time, we'll be back to you Thursday. Oh, I still got some shit to say, <laughs> And then, yeah, subscribe to the Anchor. Anchor.fm slash Tyler Bryan Hour. Um, subscribe to the Patreon. We're going to eventually upload an episode on that one. And... Uh, Love your parent, family members. Love your friends. Just had someone pass. Love you. Uh, so, 
Some some friends is fucked up right now. I, I have <laughs> mentally and physically. Yeah, I'm gonna get my bread right, get my mind right, and hopefully get this video right because I am actually pissed that that shit did not record as long as I thought it would. But until next time, bye.